Hello and welcome to the Viewfinder Vikings podcast. This is episode number 22 and uh, today it's just me and Ian. How are you Ian? Hey, good to speak to you. Um, as we've just been chatting about, it was October the last time we were both on the same call at the same time. So um, yeah, it's, it's great to be back and have a have a fairly stress-free call in that we haven't got a guest on the other end of the line that we've got to try and uh, think of entertaining questions for it's just it's just you and me yeah that's true hopefully this <laughs> this episode will be a bit shorter than the others because yeah frankly i don't have a lot of time and my <laughs> my youngest kid has a high fever so we're sort of monitoring him okay um but we wanted to do this episode because we have a few uh things to tie up not just to tie up threads, loose threads to tie up, right? Yeah, exactly that. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've we've talked about a few things over the last couple of months and haven't, as you say, sort of tied them off, finished off um, those um, ideas and kind of got back to people with the progress we've made on one or two things. Yeah. Uh, so we owe we owe a couple of answers to those. Um, and I think we've both been doing some pretty interesting things that would be nice just to have a quick chat about as well. And uh, we can maybe maybe tease people with a little uh, collaborative project that we've got an idea for that we'll talk about maybe a little bit later in the in the show. Yes. Um, that we're looking for people to get involved in. So that's yeah. true. Let's see what we can pack in. Yes. But at number one, the first thing we have to deal with is the birthday giveaway that we had uh, last year. <laughs> it wasn't September. It was probably it in no been. November, or <laughs> but the thing is that we, for those who don't know, we had a giveaway f when we noticed that we've done a year of podcasting, and um, we had so few participants or suggestions uh, that we sort of can't, <laughs> we can't, <laughs> we can't really crown a, a champion, and uh, we only had two submissions. Uh, but one of them was uh, particularly funny and interesting. And um, so we decided that we're going to do uh, sort of honor the giveaway anyway. But uh, the, the thing was we were going to give away a camera, uh, a bunch of expired film and a print from, from Dave Allen uh, from the Danger Boys. And... Um, but the, so the, the, this, there was so few uh, submissions that we sort of, the balloon just popped, basically, <laughs> and we sort of forgot about it a little bit. But uh, but reading well, the suggestions from, from Matt Jones and from Ben Reynolds today, um, they're both good suggestions, but to me, this, uh, the idea from Matt Jones was particularly funny, and, and I really want to see that. Uh, come to life yeah it was a great idea um so matt is the is the lucky winner of a sprocket rocket if i remember rightly yes a sprocket uh, rocket and since it's been uh six months we don't know if dave still will print an image for you mm -hmm. <laughs> we have to we have to sort of uh, yeah, I'm sure not, he will because sure it, it was it was kind of part of the uh, part of the pitch that that Matt gave us was uh, what he was going to do with one of one of David's prints. So yeah, um, kind of kind of has to be part of the package. Yeah. Unfortunately, the film 
that I promised to give away. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll have another look round see if I've got anything left. But um, uh, for for reasons we'll get into in a couple of minutes, I don't actually have that film anymore. So, um, <laughs> but but I'm sure Matt's got plenty of film that he can that he can, that he can execute his his uh, proposal with, and uh, you know the results will be just as good. So, yeah, um, let's get in touch with Matt, and we'll we'll let him know what's what's happening. He's going to hand color. Um, what, what did he say? He's going to take a picture of himself hand coloring one of David's prints. That's right. And then he's going to going to make a stop motion GIF. Yeah, of he's that going to make a process. GIF. <laughs> <laughs> and then David will provide us a f- selfie with a look of horror at the finished product. Mm-hmm. So that that's. I don't know. So that GIF will be several images and then end with <laughs> uh, the selfie. Uh, Given the two characters that are yeah. involved in that project, I'm sure it's going to be excellent. <laughs> it's, it's going to be memorable. And uh, yeah. that's going to be, let, let that be a lesson to all our listeners that we got two submissions for the contest, <laughs> for the giveaway contest. It's not even a contest. It's just weird to give away. Uh, yeah. So the next time we do something... Uh, when we're giving away that Rolls Royce, maybe we'll get yeah. some more, some more entries. Well, and listen to at, at the end of the, this episode because we're sort of going to give away something uh, today too, or with this new project that we that we're going to have. But first, yes. let's hear from Ian about uh, what you've been doing the last few months, hmm. uh, if you can summarize it. Yeah, it's it's it has been a busy few months. I think uh, rather than hibernating for the winter, I've kind of um, I don't know maybe because there's less other things going on. It's allowed me to get through a few projects that I've been hoping to get done. Um, so the the Zine in a Day project um, that if you listen to episode 19 um, was where I walked up a hill and uh, took some pictures, came home, processed them. Um, put them into a zine format, ordered the zine all into 24 hours. Um, so I, I did that, ordered the zines. They've gone out to, I think, I think about 25 people have had those so far. I've still got 10 or so left. Um, but what's been really good about the whole process is the amount of people that have said, yeah, listen to the show. And it was the kind of, it was the spark that I needed to finally get around to getting my zine done. And I think uh, one or two people said that they appreciated the, Kind of way that I went through it, kind of step by step, and explained to people some of the some of the bits that they hadn't quite got clear about how how these zines come together. So, yeah, so, some really nice feedback on that. And uh, I, my my mailbox has had had a lot more zines than usual as a as a result of that episode. So yeah, it's been great. Um, I went away for Christmas, uh, but over to Poland as as usual. Um, and on that trip, took a visit to Grabarka, which is so you and I have talked about Alice Tomlinson's work and um, in Ex Voto, her book, um, there are three sites featured and one of them is is Grabarka in Poland. So um, because we were within sort of a five hour drive of the place, I, I took a drive over and, and spent the day photographing there um, with the Mamiya and, the, and some FP4 and um, yeah, really atmospheric place, which I think comes over in her pictures. So. I was, I was thrilled to visit and, and take some pictures there myself. Um, what else have we done? So, yeah, um, I I organized a film meetup in Limerick, 
So Limerick's the nearest city to me, and it's the kind of number, uh, the third or fourth biggest city in Ireland. And um, so I, I'm newish to Ireland, sort of 18 months over here. Only knew one or two other film shooters. Uh, and so through the wonders of Facebook, put out a call to people to get together. It was kind of partly inspired by Jess, Jessica Jones, I think her name was, who was a guest on Negative Positives a couple of months back, and she talked about putting together a, uh, a film photographer's kind of beers and cameras meetup in her, in her town. Uh, she had the advantage of, bit of working in a brewery, so was able to, to lay on free beer, but we, we found a good <laughs> pub. Um, we got 18 people that came along and a real range of, I think the there was a 14-year-old uh, lad who turned up who just made his first cardboard camera through to a guy who was, oh, I won't guess how old he is, but he, he'd been printing for sort of 40-odd years um, and was a tutor in, in darkroom um, processes and, and everything in between. And a, a couple of people came along with film cameras that had never been used or that they'd never used them. And... The, the where that film went that we were just talking about that I was that I sort of promised as the as the prize of of that competition, I actually gave away in this meetup and we actually showed people how to load film for the very first time, and then gave them a couple of rolls to take away to 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 go and shoot some pictures. So um, felt like a worthy cause and I you know something that I, I'd be safe enough to do to give that film away there. So that's way better than giving it to Matt Jones. I think so. I think so. Matt's got loads of film. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was great. It was great to get together. Um, we're going to do it again next month. Uh, what what really threw me was I walked into the room and kind of met all these people, and one of them asked for my autograph. <laughs> so he'd, he'd actually he'd actually got a zine. So one of the zine projects I did a couple of years ago, I I got I'm a load sorry. printed. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But what do you do when somebody does that? Um, and it wasn't the fourteen-year-old. It wasn't the 14-year-old, no. It was, so I, we shouldn't laugh. This guy may well listen. But yeah, he'd, um, he'd picked up one of my zines in a shop where I'd, I'd done this project and then given the zines to a shop in the town where the project had been shot and said to the guy in the bookshop, you know, give these away or sell them or do whatever you want with them just to see what happened. And then sure enough, um, somebody picked one up and then saw the, saw you know my name's fairly unique in this in this part of the world. Um, and and realised he was going to meet me, so brought along his his copy of the zine and and asked me to sign it, which uh, yeah, which was crazy. <laughs> it um, could, it could be a a very sound investment uh, down yeah, the line. That, that's what I told him. That's what I told him. Forty years. The only signed copy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm man. not sure about that. I've never yeah. heard of that before. It, it's it's uh, it's a peculiar thing to happen. I can assure you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, so that was fun. Um, I went on the Sunny Sixteen podcast and had a chat about zines with those guys as well, which was pretty uh, pretty nerve wracking, knowing knowing what sort of audience they get, you know, compared to the the four or five people that we talk to, you know, <laughs> thinking that you you're talking to quite so many people. Um, so as usual, I spoke too quickly and started everything every sentence with so. Um, which seems to be what I do in these situations. Um, but yeah, that, that was good fun. Uh, what else? I shot my first roll of Acros 2. Um, took it out at night uh, just to see how it how it um, worked, out, how the reciprocity was on it. And you know what? It's exactly the same as Acros 1. I, I didn't find any difference whatsoever. 
um, in processing it, in in shooting it, it was just it's just identical. Apart from it costs about twice the price that it that it used to cost, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and we you know can't complain about that because I realise we're we're such a niche um, market that uh, to complain about prices is is ridiculous. But I'm complaining about the price yeah. and. Uh, and the fact that I've got one roll of one roll left of Acros two, but sort of fifteen rolls left of the original stuff means that the roll of Acros two will be the last one to shoot because it's uh, because it's the more expensive. Um, but yeah, good to know that's back and that it performs as well as the old stuff. Well, is it back for for the European and the American market, or is it still just for the Asian market? Yeah, so I think Analog Wonderland are selling it in the UK. Um, whether they imported it um, from Japan themselves or had some sort of um, special arrangement. I, through Twitter, managed to, sort of a friend of a friend, so Jimmy Hickford uh, was had a friend going out to Japan and he bought a couple of rolls, I think, or, and, and sent it back. Um, so I sort of tagged onto that order. So, and even doing that and then getting it shipped across to the, from the UK to Ireland was still cheaper than than Analog Wonderland were asking for it. So wow. I, d I do worry about how expensive that's going to be in the longer term. But um, as I say, good to know that it's it's the same film as far as I can see. And you know, it was always a favourite. And uh, well, it's interesting actually because because when Acros disappeared, I kind of went out and started using FP4 and got really into into FP4 to the point that. Across coming back, I was like, well, you know, I'm quite happy with what I've got now, and yeah. uh, maybe I don't need to, um, you know, go rushing back to to Across. But I don't know. I think for for night time, for 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 long exposures, you know, longer than a few seconds, then I think if I'm back out shooting that sort of thing, then Across certainly seems to be the answer to that. You know, not not having to worry about reciprocity, but. Yeah. Uh, but I've been really happy with FP4 in the in the meantime. Um, it's strange how the I just heard uh, I don't even remember, but there was someone talking about reciprocity and Fuji, mm -hmm. and it seems like all of the Fuji films have very low reciprocity failure. So the slide film don't have anything until two minutes or close to that, mm -hmm. and the Acros and. I was just wondering, maybe that's the the the, the last secret of the <laughs> film industry yeah. that only one company knows. How well, they to... must have shared it with whoever it is that might be making it in the UK. Yeah, but um... if they did, if <laughs> if it's not just finished, if if it's the complete process from A to Z in at Ilford, mm. then they probably have signed contracts about not using the technology for x amount mm. of years probably mm -hmm. so if they if if they stop producing maybe they have to wait five years before they can implement yeah maybe some something like that i would do that if i were fuji at least so yeah i'm just you know whatever um method it's taken to get this a new film back out effectively then it's got to be a good thing so can you imagine uh, how interesting it must be for the technicians at at ilford to hmm. sort of discover or to learn how acros is made yeah do you know when acros came 
you, is it is it sort of recent? Is it in the two thousands or? I'm not sure. I I used to shoot Neopan four hundred and sixteen hundred right. back in the day, but I, yeah. yeah, I don't remember Acros in those days. But so that's um, that's the old, but it's Neopan Acros, so it's just the. Yeah. But now it's not. You know, it's still called Neopan Acros. Where it it's not on the box, but it's on the new box. Okay. Yeah, I've got it sitting in front of me. Actually, I I like to yeah, stare it's, at this it's expensive roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's yeah. very interesting that whole thing where if it's produced in a different country, what's the deal? How how are they not? How how is not Ilford coming out with a new, remarkably similar film in like mm. two months? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh. Maybe the, maybe it all comes from one factory, and it's just the it's just the marketing thing. Oh. I've, no, I've no idea. Um, yeah, in terms of updates from me, the only other thing I guess is is the last episode that I recorded with with Cahill. Yes. Um, that was again talking about nerve wracking to, to be talking to a guy like that with with such experience, and you know a Pulitzer Prize winner at the end of the day. Um, really was uh, quite quite something to, to to have a bit of time with him, um, and I think it went okay. <laughs> Listen, it, I, so I listened back to it, and um, I, I think most of the questions I asked were sensible enough. He didn't tut or kind of, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't hear him rolling his eyes, but you know, he um, no, it, it 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 felt okay. I, as soon as we kind of ended the ended the call. There are a load of things that I wish I'd asked and I wish we'd talked about, but uh, but no, I, I think it went okay. I, I think those those last couple of episodes, uh, with us talking separately to to different people who we're kind of aware of or fans of or um, or whatever it might be, I think have worked really nicely. Both you know your conversation with Ava and, and mine with Cahill. Yeah, I, I really liked my conversation with Ava at least. And- and with Cahill, I, I I don't I don't I haven't seen any of his work, and I actually haven't found the time to listen to the episode. Okay. And I I, I have I still haven't uh, listened uh, to your episode uh, on the Sunny Sixteen either. Okay. So that shows you how far behind I am. I haven't had a a long drive in <laughs> since I think it was the second of December. I had my la- last drive. I've about uh-huh. two hours each way so I have to do something about that I have so many episodes from <laughs> all of the podcasts too maybe everybody's the same and in maybe sort of May time we'll get a rush of entries to the competition that we've just given the prize <laughs> away <laughs> probably because <laughs> we're not yeah, at the top of the no I'm sure we're, we're some way down the pecking list yeah, so what about you? What, have you what have you been up to for the last four or five months oh let's see well I I got a new job where I got um, I got a, a 60% job at a school uh, at, mm-hmm. at a high school uh, just in, in the administration so that had sort of put a, a damper on, on everything I do photographically and I, I thought I would still be able to do a lot but man it's just um, yeah so, I, so when you say a 60% job that's three days a week yes is that what, is that what you so the, and the, on the two days you're not being able to get out and shoot yeah, and also that I still have my company, so I still have to sort of keep customers that uh, contact me, sort of. Yeah. And then I have to book them on those two days. 
Mm. And if I book even just for an hour, that day is so is totally just gone. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many other things. I, I I have been selling a lot of gear, and so there's all, always posting and packaging and, um, and shipping, and and then this and that, and then I go shopping for something, and then I have to do that one hour gig, and that the day is just gone. And then the Thursday comes, and it pouring down, and uh, I can't do. I, I yeah, I have to do all other stuff that just piles up during those three days and mm. so the illusion that I would still have two days every week to do just pure photography has just gone down the drain so far and, and that's getting me a real bit worried because I have booked uh, exhibition uh, for uh, the end of February oh it's that soon yes and um by now, I should have done all the f- uh, the f- phot- photography done, but I still haven't landed on what I'm going to exhibit. <laughs> uh, so I'm taking a lot of uh, because that's basically because I'm not happy with anything that I've done so far in in January. Um, I've done a lot of uh, phot- photography, but it's been sort of all over the place and then I get I, I doubt myself and I doubt my idea and I think I sort of step back and I just envision me exhibiting for instance I did a lot of um, t- uh, like tipped trees I don't know mm-hmm. r- when they fallen trees yeah. fallen trees so I did a lot of 4 by 5 of fallen trees that I came across on one of my trips and I found it super interesting and blah 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 and very high detail very sort of uh, in black and white and then yeah. I just envisioned having an exhibition with just images of fallen trees and then I envisioned people going like mm, yeah it's mm, mm, <laughs> interesting and then they just went home so I sort of doubt myself and I just want that punch of a f- image or an idea that just draws them in and I've done I've I went from fallen trees and I um I did a lot of seascapes and long exposures then I have the multiple exposure idea that I came back a little yeah. bit because I I wanted to do that in in um in a woodland setting with with trees that stands alone and do the multiple exposure around those mm-hmm. and that didn't work out since super well and then I just got the new camera, the GS645, which was super easy to just walk around with, have it in my pocket. And I I did the test roll in the town that I grew up. And I found it to be very, very fun and very, it was so easy to just use the light meter. I haven't had a light meter in the camera for so long. and. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't need anything else. I just had the camera. Uh, I loaded it with film and I took sort of images of my own town, uh, like the architecture and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I f- those images were, I, as I was taking them, I thought, hmm, maybe this is what I'm going to exhibit because this was, would also attract attention um, because people know the buildings and they have a, uh, some sort of relationship to almost all yep. the images. But then again, I'm not very skilled at that. So 
it's a bit, bit of a risk and a bit of a gamble to to sort of gamble that I will have six, mm. 16 images at in in the span of three weeks that I can print so have you, in the dark. Have you set yourself a, a sort of deadline for when you need to have some work ready to go? Not really, but I'm thinking that um, in mid-February, if I haven't started just purely printing in the darkroom, then I would have to cancel the exhibition, I think. You've not got anything in your back catalogue that you could that you could use? I could, but it's all over the place. It's it's from hours away from here, and it's there's no connection to to mm. to the people that are going to see it. So I was thinking sort of there has to be something that connects them to the images because just a bunch of nice images is well and fine, but it has to be... Mm. It has to be something else in in my opinion, but... And that's also because it's my first solo exhibition, so I wanted to go well. But then again, I had this idea that I could... I could um, because I I got the exhibition by just writing an email to the establishment or the the house that I want to exhibit yeah. in, and mm-hmm. they said, "Sure, when do you want it?" And I don't think people know that that they can just ask, and maybe that could be the idea. Maybe I just like with your zine in twenty four hours, I could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get this free building to have a exhibition in. And I could show everyone how easy it was. I can show how fast I did it. I did this and that, and I I just used this plywood to do this. Well, but then again, that would <laughs> that would be a lot of work. And then, <laughs> so you can see, I have all yeah. these ideas, and I haven't landed on one solid. Let's do this. It does thing. sound like you're running out of time because you know ideally you'd want to advertise it as well and let people know it's going to happen. And yes. Some but the advertising is just, you know, Facebook and then maybe the three or four days before I, I have a chat with a local journalist and they publish it some sort of, some sort of article. Yeah. So I'm not that that's not the, the, the critical part. The critical part for me is the images and how I'm going to display them. I've I've bought uh fifteen frames, uh mm-hmm. eight that are forty by fifty centimeters and seven that are 50 by 50 um, yeah. and so I have everything ready f- sort of I just need the idea the, the, the or not the idea but I need, just the, need some pictures <laughs> I, I need the pictures and and yeah. basically I need the time to that to do it so mm. so now this week I on Tuesday we will I, I just booked today um, we will um, have some uh, renovation done, so I have to be here when when the yeah, workers so are here. So that's probably from ten to twelve uh, p.m. or is it p.m. a.m. 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 Well, unless the no. unless the working late. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm guessing I won't be able to go before and after. Maybe I have to mm. make dinner and go get the kids. So. Another day is gone, so I'm not sure if it's going to happen, but we'll see. Well, if if the if the place is available as as readily as it seems to be, then de- cancelling it and delaying it might not be too much of an issue. No, and I've already delayed it once. Okay. It was supposed to be mid January, 
and yeah. then they had some sort of like they wanted to do a dance course or like a class salsa class and then mm-hmm. and um, then I just took I just went in the calendar and just went as far as I could like <laughs> end of February I know it like ages ago. yeah I, oh, I know I'll be done by end of February <laughs> and then now it's already February the 2nd and I haven't started Interesting. So, so my uh, my one ambition for this year is to is to have an exhibition in Limerick, uh, and I've started along the along the path to to getting that done. Um, but I definitely won't be coming to you for advice about <laughs> how to do it. <laughs> well, but there my plan my plan for that is to use some some old work actually because um, uh, the Fabrikazine that I put out a couple of years ago. Um, I, I ran another batch of those off and have been sending those out again, and handing a couple out to people as I've met them. And uh, the feedback on those has been pretty good. That they like the kind of style and the work. And because it will be a first solo exhibition for me as well, just the idea of not having to to go through that stress that you're going through now of having to produce some stuff with this sort of deadline. Hmm. All I'll have to do is kind of pare down the the selection I've got into just the ones that I want to show and then you know the rest of it can be about making sure I get the prints right and the uh you know any any promotion and anything like that that I want to do that's probably the the sane way to do it <laughs> but but you know I I sort of get a kick out of the 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 spontaneity and sort of knowing that the people that show up to the exp- exhibition they don't ha- they don't have a clue they might think mm-hmm. that I've been working on these images for 10 years for all I know. Uh, and so I'm not going to expose the facts about uh, how long, <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to keep the illusion. So, but for me, this is, this is how I grow. When I, when I'm out shooting, I get a idea for a project, but there's no way I can make a zine or an exhibition without at least I don't know, 40, 50 images to choose from. Mm-hmm. And then uh, if you if you exhibit at a coffee shop, uh, you might uh, get a sense of how big the images should be. And then when the, you know the size, you know also sort of know how many. Mm-hmm. So maybe the coffee shop dictates, the walls dictate how many. So maybe it's only six, or maybe it's 47, you don't know. So... It's well and good to have an idea, but until you have done an exhibition, mm. you sort of don't know yeah. how you will That's respond to different types of exhibitions. And yeah. with this no, exhibition, right. I have this huge ballroom <laughs> that if I don't fill it with images, uh, I mean, yeah. And there's, sounds like more pressure. There's just floor and walls and windows. There's nothing else. It's just my images and, and walls and a roof and, and a floor. So Why don't you go along and take pictures of the salsa class? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then no. kind of, it'll be kind of circular. But I have thought, I have thought that uh, I the best idea so far is the images of my local town. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy because it's only a 15-minute drive. So if I get like four Tuesdays of, or Thursdays in before the f- the 15th or the or sort of 20th, 
I think I can do it. So okay, we need to have another show in maybe live from the opening night. We can have a we can have a show, and you can you can you can call in <laughs> from there as you as you sipping sipping champagne and eating little triangle sandwiches at the at the launch. You can uh, tell us how it's all gone and what you've gone through to get the get the exhibition live. Oh man, don't <laughs> don't even say that. No, that sounds <sighs> good. It sounds like you've. Uh, you're gonna to have to focus to 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 get that done. So. Yeah, but at the same time, I can't just panic and and either just give up or have to I have to keep keep at it. And 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 uh, the um, the addition of the camera, the new camera, is just uh, open up a, a, another way for me to finish uh, everything. And and um, I really like that. So because I felt a little bit sort of locked down into the Mamiya C330. Mm-hmm. And um, although I have four or five, uh, I have four four lenses for it, but I still felt like uh, it was too straining. So the types of images I would create with that would be too similar to each other each time yeah. I went out. Um, so it's very liberating to have a six four five camera and just mix it up. And it, since I also have two types of frames, but I can go. C three thirty for the square images and and the Fuji yeah. for the for the other frames. So so that means eight eight Fuji images and and seven Mumia images. That's the goal before let's say the twentieth. And I need a, at least two days in a dark room to print them all. Yeah. So that will be wow. s- somewhere around the twenty fifth, twenty third. Let's see. And then uh, I do one last day of framing. Uh, and then at the 28th I do the uh, setting everything up and then I open up on on Saturday and Sunday so it's a super short exhibition of two days and I'm not sure if I'm going to do like five hours each day I might just do two hours each day uh, evening two hours maybe two hours in the midday so they can bring kids and whatever and then two hours in the night uh, uh-huh. I have no idea, so I'll, mm. I'll just I'll just wing it. But the thing is that once I've done one, I know what to do the next time I do because I want to do a, a, a more like, like coffee shop exhib- exhibitions, and I want to do a lot more spontaneous things, and I want to reuse old exhibitions for new locations. I want to just yeah. just it's too much effort to do six months yeah, cool. every time I do an exhibition. So. Yeah. So it's um, it's a good thing. You can then call it you can call it a touring exhibition then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you show it in more than one coffee shop. And if <laughs> if I do if I end up with the images of my local town and and the towns near here, uh, all the coffee shops are interested in the images. Yeah. Uh, so if if that was woodlands or or seascapes, it would be probably a bit of yeah, a tr- tricky challenge to sell it into. Mm. No, anyway. Sounds good. You'll have to you'll have to keep us informed on. Yes, on your progress I will definitely but we were supposed to talk about this new upcoming project that we yes uh, I don't know how long have we recorded <laughs> uh, we've done 35 minutes I think 30, something like uh, that so. 40 minutes okay so then we have we have uh, enough time to do the new project we, I had uh, two ideas in, in my head um, that I wanted to do that's collaborative 
and one spans from this experience I had I'm not going to name any names or, or anything but I I entered in a competition to for a magazine and I got picked up uh, but the so the images were fine but my writing was not good enough and uh, I had several uh, several attempts and and uh, the editor just couldn't make it work and it was just becoming too much too much work for for him and for the magazine to sort of have me in the magazine so it was easier to just find someone else mm. and that got me thinking that it, first of all I didn't understand why because I'm a photographer if 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 I were good at writing I would be a journalist <laughs> or I would be a, a writer or I would have a blog or so I was thinking what if we did like this super amateurish magazine maybe twice a year where everyone can enter um, anything they want a review uh, uh, whatever they want in written form or just images and then we just sort of spend a month or two just piling it all together and making a magazine and then just giving it to the world or selling it to the world so that was the the one idea that I had that I really hope we can do someday but the the other idea that uh, I think you liked even better mm -hmm. uh, was the zine idea of a col collaboration of listeners with a common theme yeah no I, I i do and particularly when it's it's pictures in the zine that are all from one roll of film so one bolt roll so similar to what we did with the 2238 project yes and again people can listen back to episode 15 when michael bartosek was on and talked us through the, the 2238 project um, the idea that the film that he sent out for that project was all from one bolt roll that he'd then um, loaded into um, uh, 35 mil canisters and then sent those out around the world for people to shoot. Um, and then the pictures all come back together in the zine. And so all those bits of film that were snipped off that bolt roll sent out around the world all end up in the same place again. I like that that kind of... yeah. Um, you know, the fact that everything comes comes back together. So so yeah, when you talked about having a big bulk roll of film that you were looking to use for this, I just yeah, it it, it sounded sounded like the two two three eight project, which was really good fun through last year. So yeah, I I prefer that, and also the idea of the magazine sounds an awful lot of work, <laughs> and I think the the, the zine work the, the zine work obviously we can get more people involved to produce the pictures. And uh, yeah, the, the zine sequencing and, and production is 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 a little bit more straightforward, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a better project, I think. To so it's not eating up super a lot of time, and then f for the effort also, I think it will be a very nice end product. And yeah, so it feels a little bit more democratic as well, in that everybody can submit, you know, two or three images, whatever we des decide upon. Yeah, and I, I, I'm, I I want more. I want, I want like, I want to scroll through like four or five pages of just one photographer. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. it. It can be problematic, but because, um, well, well, let's just lay the premise here. I, yeah. I there was a sale in Norway, and I don't know why, 
for uh, the Aerox Agfa uh, Agfa Agfa APX 100 and 400 in bulk rolls and so I bought way too much like <laughs> I should have stopped way earlier and um, I have enough of the bulk rolls to I think I have I don't I, the last time I counted I think I have over 1000 rolls if I want wow. to roll them all. <laughs> a thousand rolls? I think so. If if my calculations are correct. What is there, about five feet of film on a on 36 exposure? I, uh, yeah, uh, that... Uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, if, if not if I do 36 exposures. I don't have a thousand. But I, I thought oh, I wasn't going to do that 24. for me. Yeah, I'm just... I, I usually do about, around 20. But anyway, mm-hmm. maybe it's not that much. I, am, am I talking gibberish here? So how, if it's let's say if you, if you get thirty rolls in one bulk, maybe or maybe I'm I'm way off. Maybe it's two hundred instead of two thousand. It, it's still an awful lot. Maybe of it's it was twelve hundred images. Maybe that's the <laughs> that's the math I did. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I have too much, <laughs> okay. and I don't get around to shooting thirty-five, and I've just I just realized that it's going to stay in my fridge for a long time. So, I wanted to sort of spread the joy, and I wanted to create a project. And um, the Agfa APX four hundred is, as far as I can tell, uh, re-rolled Kentmere four hundred. Uh, because there used to be a film called the Agfa APX 400, but it's not the same film anymore, and they stopped producing it in 2004. And then they s- probably discovered that Kentmere 400 was so close to the old formula, or close enough, that they can just repackage Kentmere 400 and sell it as APX 400. Mm-hmm. And probably that didn't work out so well, and maybe that's why it's on sale, it was on sale in Norway. So anyway, I wanted to to have a zine where it's a collaborative project from anyone who wants to join. But the 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 name of the zine is pushed. So every shot that is in the zine has to be pushed uh, in okay. the development process. So okay. That's, have you used that's this film idea. yourself? Uh, yes. And did you push it? Does it does it push okay? I didn't push it. And that's sort of the thing why I want to because it was so bland. It was sort of like so it's very flat when you shoot it at box speed. Okay. And I just thought I'm going to push this film every time from now on, and yeah. uh, so that's why I think it it will be better results if if we all push it, um, and uh, and also that creates a theme that we can all uh, yeah. sort of get around. Uh, but the the cool part is that. Uh, everyone will develop their own film so we will still have probably a lot of differences Uh, and um, hopefully there will be differences for instance if I do HD 110 at ISO 800 and you do the same but but my images look different um, maybe we can sort of find out why and and my technique is sloppy and yours is pristine (laughs) And then we can see the difference. Maybe sort of. Maybe I've hard watered. You have soft water. So the idea is we can have images 
only in the zine or we can have images and a little bit of explanation of how we did it and mm -hmm. what we used to develop it how long were you very particular where were you sloppy where you did you do this and that and etc so and the sounds good the idea is two rolls each um a 30 something exposure um and then uh we ship it out for free uh, to everyone who wants to, to join and the way mm -hmm. you can join is we have a Flickr group and and after every episode we we create a new thread uh, with the episode name and uh, you can either go in that and uh, participate or you can send an email to viewfindervikingspodcast at gmail.com cool anything Sounds else good. did I forget no. anything so to recap two rolls of film which will be free. Will, th th they'll pay for postage. Is that right? Well, we haven't decided on that, but okay. maybe we can do what Michael Bartosik did and just say that those who want to contribute can yeah. contribute, and those yeah. who don't afford it can okay. don't have to. Sounds good. So, but we don't have an Etsy store or anything. So I need like an email with an address, and yes, I want to join. Mm -hmm. And the deadline we have to we, we forgot to set the deadline, which is fifteenth of March. Okay, that's the last day that you can send in your email to to participate in this project. So okay, it will be a scene about around twenty photographers, I think. Um, or if like we only get seven who wants to join, then it would be seven. <laughs> Just Matt Jones, <laughs> Just Ben Reynolds. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, so we'll see um how many but i think we'll put the the um the max at 20 yeah uh, and okay. and if we are 20 then depending on the uh, number of pages in the zine we calculate the number of images from each uh, photographer so my goal is that we sort of have your one page is your name and uh, and then we sort of uh, scroll through or uh, we can see a few few images of your work and then it's the next phot photographer with the next name and then yeah sounds great yeah I, I hope so I, I'll send you an email later and see if I can join <laughs> yeah you have to do it before the 15th though yeah bef before the rush yeah yeah all right no, well, it sounds that, good that was it I think uh, should we just uh, call it a day there and and see who who writes in yeah I think so um, maybe we'll uh what I'll do is write up some, some show notes for this and just kind of recap that in the show notes just so everybody's got it and knows the email address and uh, maybe a link to the Flickr group so people can find it. Cool. And, uh, yeah, just kind of recap the, the closing date and what have you and then obviously explain the idea of what we're hoping to do with the project. That's cool. And the timeline is after 15th of March, then we, what, you need, like, seven days? What, to shoot? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh well, uh, yeah, yeah. So we need a few days to shoot, and then you need maybe a week to do the zine, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's let's work on that as we get close. I think I think you, it you and your deadline. <laughs> it will so it's probably stretch into the summer and yeah, yeah possibly right. over the summer too because we all have summer vac vacations and stuff. So. And if we're pushing this film, you know, it, it'll be too light to use, won't it? Even in Norway, it'll be too light. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Sunny F5.6, was it, your your rule of thumb? F4 is, <laughs> is what we have now. But 
but uh, you, you just don't use a, a camera with the max shutter speed of 500 seconds of uh-huh. 500 of a second so but it, but like you could do night photography with it yeah oh, I yeah uh, I look forward to trying it I think I've used it in the past I'm gonna have to have a search through and see if I've used that film before but you can also um, just push it to 640 if you like you don't have to push it to 8 or 1600 oh no I'm thinking push it push it as far as I dare and just see what happens hmm. do something different yeah that's that's a good idea yeah no All great right. sounds good we'll uh, so yeah I, so I'll recap that in the show notes as I say um, hopefully one or both of us will be back with a couple of interview shows that we've sort of got penciled in uh, for the for the coming weeks uh, we won't go into too much detail in case they fall through but uh, yeah hoping to do more of the kind of interviews that we've done over the last couple of shows right yes that's correct yeah that'll be good I think it um, will, 2020 will be a good year for this podcast I, I got a feeling about that oh well it's good <laughs> it's good to hear that confidence let's <laughs> let's see let's see how this show goes down shall we <laughs> alright this rambling hour of, uh, of chat <laughs> okay well then it's time to say goodbye and until the next episode see ya bye bye